Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Tupac Shakur, Dolly Parton, Margot Robbie, Maria Menounos, Jason Aldean, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Um, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, find the lyrics. Start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. If you can plan barbecues and weddings, you can plan to protect yourself from a natural disaster. Sign up for local alerts, prepare an emergency kit, and make a family communications plan. Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. I always had to be so good, no one could ignore me. Carve my path with data and drive. But some people only see who I am on paper. The paper ceiling. The limitations from degree screens to stereotypes that are holding back over 70 million stars. Workers skilled through alternative routes rather than a bachelor's degree. It's time for skills to speak for themselves. Find resources for breaking through barriers at tetherpaperceiling.org. another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347 637 2656 and press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash that's entertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one. That's T H A T S, entertain the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. That's S T I L E T T O and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a warm and humid 81 degrees. Before I start with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners. Thank you for once again for hanging out with me and joining me here on this uh, Wednesday evening. So how has everyone been? How has your week been so far? Uh, as usual, we always got lots to talk about. This week we're going to be talking about uh, Tupac Shakur. Apparently there's been a search warrant at a Las Vegas area home that might have some type of ties with the murder of Tupac Shakur, allegedly. Uh, Dolly Parton is in the news. She says she has no plans to retire. She says she'd rather drop dead on stage than to retire anytime soon. Also this week, Margot Robbie says she hasn't always been a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. I'll tell you what she means by that. And um, TV personality... Maria Menounos is celebrating the birth of her newborn baby. And Jason Aldean, he's in trouble because the country uh, music um, channel has just taken, has just removed his uh, video, music video off their station, and I'll tell you why. And uh, V, better known as Kim Tae-young, 
from the group K-pop group BTS. He's the newest ambassador of a fresh French luxury jewelry brand. I'll tell you what that is. And uh, Travis Scott has just announced that he's going to have some a new single featuring Bad Bunny and The Weeknd. And that's just the beginning. That's just the first 30 minutes of the show. So how has everyone uh, been? Uh, you know, as usual, these past couple of weeks, I've been very busy. So we have a lot of catching up to do. Uh, the last time we spoke, uh, we was talking about the uh, the Writers Guild. Uh, the writers were on strike. Now the actors are now the ones going on strike, and the... Um, the head of the uh, the Actors Guild uh, is uh, Fran Dretcher. Uh, she's the president, and uh, she is making a lot of noise about what's going on. But we're going to be talking about that later on in the show. Let's get started with uh, this investigation. Uh, apparently, this uh, Las Vegas area home was searched by Metro Police investigating the murder of Tupac Shakur reportedly that belongs to the wife of a former Crip gang member by the name of Keefe or Keith B, uh, who claimed he had a front row seat to the rapper's killing. Cops armed with a warrant visited the Henderson, Nevada home of Paula Clemens on Monday, and this is according to TMZ. Her husband, Keith B., a.k.a. Dwayne Keith Davis, claimed to be the uncle of gangster Orlando Anderson, who is rumored to have fired several shots out of a vehicle and into Shakur's chest on September 7, 1996. Now, Anderson denied killing the 25-year-old musician before he, too, was gunned down in 1998, but Keith B. said that the two of them were riding in the white Cadillac that pulled up next to Shakur's black BMW, a block off the Las Vegas Strip where the hit-em-up rapper was fatally shot. Now, Shakur died six days later at Sin City Universal Medical Center, and on the night of the shooting, Orlando and his associate got into a scuffle with Shakur and his crew outside the MGM Grand where Mike Tyson had a boxing match. Now, Shakur was traveling with Death Row Record CEO Suge Knight when the drive-by shooting occurred. Keith B. implicated that Orlando in the 2018 BET documentary unsaw the Tupac and Biggie murders when he said that the 40 caliber Glock pistol that killed Tupac was fired from the backseat of the Cadillac while he was seated on the front passenger side. The Independent said that Keith B. was recorded more specifically telling police that Orlando seated in the back of the vehicle was the shooter. There was also a third passenger in the back of the Cadillac. Investigators told the Hollywood Reporter in 2018 they were aware of statements made by Keith B. and were reviewing the case accordingly. Uh, investigators said that this still remains an open homicide case. Now, Shakur was honored with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame last month. He was posthumously inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2018. Dolly Parton has no plans to retire at all. When talking about her upcoming album, Rockstar, during an interview on the greatest hits radio, the Jolene hitmaker revealed her hopes to drop dead on stage instead. On Thursday, July 13, the 77-year-old singer-told host Ken Bruce saying, quote, I would never retire. She went on to spill, quote, I'll just hopefully drop dead in the middle of a song on stage someday, hopefully one I've written. But anyway, that's how I hope to go because we don't have much of a choice in that, unquote. The Island in the Stream singer further shared her plans for the future. She said, as long as she's able to work, as long as her health is good and her husband is good, the only way that she would ever slow down would be for that reason. But in the meantime, she's going to make hay while the sun shines. Elsewhere in the interview, Dolly talked about her first rock album, The Effort, which is set to be released on November 17, featuring her collaboration with the likes of Miley Cyrus, Sheryl Crow, Lizzo, and Elton John, among others. 
Margot Robbie hasn't always been a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Just ahead of the release of her highly anticipated Barbie movie hitting theaters July 21st, the film star opened up the People magazine in this week issue, revealing that as a kid, the world-favorite doll wasn't her go-to toy. When asked if she remembered playing with Barbies growing up in Queensland, Australia, Robbie said, quote, My sister did, and I remember my cousin did. I would play with my cousins, but I wasn't actually that much of a Barbie girl as a kid. I was more of a uh, roll-around-in-the-mud kind of gal, unquote. When she did play with dolls, the Barbies she opted for were all weird. She said they were all so in her words, janky, because they were not well cared for. They were all weird Barbies. Even still, the film has been a passion project for Robbie, who is also a producer on the project, bringing the world of Barbie to the big screen by way of a somewhat surreal PG-13 comedy has been a bold undertaking and one that Robbie is honestly surprised worked out. The whole experience has given Robbie a deeper respect for the beloved doll and what she stands for. Asked what inspired her most about the project, she said, quote, the idea that I'm, I am enough. Barbie can be anything and everything, but even if you're just making it through life, you're crushing it. I found that very therapeutic, unquote. Barbie hits theaters nationwide on July 21st. Maria Menounos is celebrating the birth of her newborn baby. The TV personality and her husband, Kevin Undergaro, welcomed their first child via surrogate on June 23rd. Menounos, who shared the news about daughter Althina Alexandra in a new interview published Wednesday, she said, quote, it was the most special moment of my life. This is what she told Us Weekly of the newborn birth. After 10 years of fertility struggles, the couple announced in February that they were expecting their first child via surrogate. The former Access Hollywood correspondent went public with her stage 2 pancreatic diagnose in May. She underwent a successful surgery to remove a 3.9 centimeter tumor from her pancreas in February. And on July 4th episode of the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast, Menounos, who was also diagnosed with a brain tumor in 2017, revealed that doctors initially missed the tumor on her pancreas using a CAT scan but delivered it in uh, on a, a MRI. By the time they had found out, it was almost four centimeters. That's what she told podcaster Amanda Hirsch. It had doubled in size in two months. So good for congratulations to Maria Menounos. They've been talking about having children uh, for the longest, and she had this health scare. So luckily for her, everything turned out all right. Uh, Jason Aldean, a troubling music video for the song Try That in a Small Town, has been removed by the country music television as a pushback continues to mount over its lynching cognitations. The removal was first reported by Billboard, and while CMT has not given an official reason for pulling the video, many online are pointing out that it was shot in front of a courthouse that was the site of a notorious lynching from 1927. In the wake of the criticism, Aldine has taken to Twitter to defend his song against those who are not calling it pro-lynching. He said, quote, there, there is not a single lyric in the song that reference race or points to it, and there isn't a single video clip that isn't real news footage. That's what he wrote. Try that in a small town, for me, refers to the feeling of a community that I had that I had growing up where we took care of our neighbors regardless of differences of background or beliefs. The tune was not actually written by Aldine, by Aldine, but songwriters Kelly Lovelace, Neil Thrasher, Tully Kennedy, and Kurt Michael Allison. The lyrics warned those who carjack an old lady at a red light or pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store or uh, cursed out a cop to try that in a small town and see how far you make it down the road around here, we take care of our own. So far, Aldine has not addressed the fact that the music video was filmed at the site of the well-known courthouse or if he was aware of its notorious history. The backlash come as the country singer continued his highway desperado tour, and just days after he stopped his show uh, in Hartford, Connecticut, after suffering from heat stroke on stage and running off mid-song. 
Kim uh, Kim Young, better known as V of the famed K-pop band BTS, is the newest ambassador of the French luxury jewelry brand Cartier. As part of his new role as an ambassador, V is now the face of the brand's latest Panthéon de Cartier campaign. Or I think that's Panther. Uh, calling the a free spirit, the brand said in his announcement on July 19 that the K-pop icon follows his track. Uh, tra- trajectory with the same determination as the Panther. Now, V thus joins a host of top Asian celebrities who are ambassadors of Cartier, including Jisoo of Blackpink, J- uh, Jackson Wang of GOT7, and legendary Chinese actor Gong Li. Now, Cartier is the latest luxury brand to have got V on board. The K-pop idol was in March 2023 named the brand ambassador of luxury fashion brand Celine. In a statement, Cartier said that V uh, magnetizes an entire generation as a soloist and member of the group BTS. V is the only BTS member who is yet to go solo following the band's decision to go on a break in mid-2022 as the members had to enlist for mandatory military service. Though he has released three solo tracks, Stigma, Singularity, and Inner Child, all were under the BTS label between 2016 and 2020. Of the other six members in the Septet, Jungkook uh, uh, was the latest member to launch his solo career with the digital single Seven, featuring Lotto and starring K-pop, uh, K-drama actor Han Soo Lee. Travis Scott has announced a new single featuring Bad Bunny and The Weeknd. He teased the song titled K-Pop on social media ahead of his release tomorrow night, July 20th. This will be Scott's first new music since he released the song Escape Plan and Mafia in late 2021. Utopia's Scott upcoming album is available for pre-order, but no release date has been shared. It will mark his first album following the mass casualty incident at his Astro World 2021 Music Festival in Houston where eight people died and others suffered injuries. Two others died in the days before following the festival, and a Texas grand jury declined to indict the rapper on criminal charges as of last week. And back in May, Scott played a preview of Utopia for members of the Houston Astro baseball team in their locker room. He's been teasing the LP for more than a year as Billboard promoting it popped up around California leading up to last year's Coachella. Last week, Scott announced a live stream event to celebrate the world of Utopia with a performance in front of the pyramids of Giza Giza in uh, uh, Egypt. And although Egypt's musician syndicated said it would revoke a permit for the July 28 concert because it contradicts the identity of the Egyptian culture, promoters uh, at Live Nation denied that, saying there are no changes to Travis Scott's show in Egypt. Any reports to the contrary are false. Right now we have here uh, 17 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about the show, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will give you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, make sure you like us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash that's entertainment radio follows on twitter at that's entertain one that's t-h-a-t-s entertain and the number one you can also follow me on twitter at stiletto 14 stiletto like the high heel shoe s-t-i-l-e-t-t-o and the number 14 you can also follow me on instagram at t jones gibbs in a surprising announcement on Wednesday, Beyonce revealed she'll be releasing her first new fragrance since 2017's Shimmering Heat. Details about the forthcoming products are scarce, but according to her website, the untitled Eau de Pour, uh, perfume will cost $160 per 1.7-ounce bottle. Crafted and designed by the Grammy-winning powerhouse and encased in art, the scent is only available in the U.S. and Canada as a website exclusive. Bottles will begin shipping in November to those who managed to snag a pre-order, which already appeared to be sold out, and those who didn't can add their names to the wait list. 
created in France, the scent will reportedly have top notes including clementine and golden honey with heart notes of rose absolute and jasmine and uh, base notes of golden amber and namian myrrh. The website also promised a special gift with purchases while supplies last. Like most music acts of her era, including Britney Spears, Jennifer Lopez, and 50 Cent, Beyonce has been the face of her own scent collection. The bootylicious singer first entered the fragrance game as the inspiration behind Tommy Hilfiger, True Star, in 2004, and has endorsed more than a dozen other under her own name, starting with 2010's Heat. And uh, Kim Kardashian skims is now worth a whopping $4 billion after last year's $3.2 billion valuation, according to a new report. Kardashian told the New York Times that she doesn't just plan on keeping up with those numbers. She's, uh, her, she's in, endeavoring to turn the brand, which was initially limited to shapewear, into a major player in the clothing world. And through uh, strictly on, and though strictly online at the moment, the Skims Empire is prepping up to uh, add brick and mortar stores to its corner of the market, with flagship shops to launch in New York City and Los Angeles in 2024. The company, which already boasts swimwear and loungewear, will next season. Uh, will, ne- uh, will, uh, will next season also add menwear to its slate of apparent options for its namely millennial and Gen Z clientele. The two generations account for an estimated 70% of Skim's customers. And uh, Ariana Grande and her husband, Dalton Gomez, have been separated since January, and they are heading towards divorce, sources connected to the couple tell TMZ. As reported, Ariana was not wearing her wedding ring at Wilmington over the weekend. In fact, she's been ringless a lot these days. A few months back, the two tried a reconciliation, but it failed. One source with direct knowledge told TMZ that their relationship is heading for divorce. Ariana and Dalton had been thousands of miles apart since December when she started filming Wicked, and sources said they were having problems even before that. It was early 2020 when we first saw the two of them making out at a diner at Bar Louie in Northridge, California, and at the time no one really knew who Dalton was or how serious the couple's relationship had gotten. The couple tied the knot in May of 2021 in a very private ceremony at Ariana's home in Montecito. And uh, Joe Magnanello has filed for divorce from his wife, Sofia Vergara, uh, two days after announcing their split after seven years of marriage. The Magic Night actor filed legal docs in the Los Angeles County Superior Court on uh, late Wednesday. Uh, this is according to TMZ. The news outlet claimed that Joe lawyer Laura uh, Wasser uh, cited in, in um and irreconcilable differences as the reason for the separation. The legal document also revealed that the former couple had a prenup in place, and Sophia allegedly doesn't plan to contest the prenup. In his filing, Joe asked the court to confirm that they will each keep the assets, including jewelry and their earrings, I'm sorry, and their earnings that they accumulate during their seven-year marriage. He additionally asked that each party pays for their own attorney fees. TMZ also revealed that a big reason behind their split was that Sophia and Joe didn't see eye to eye when it comes to having children. The actor allegedly wants to have children, but the Modern Family alum does not. Sophia and Joe recently confirmed that they had made the difficult decision to split. She, uh, they said that they, um, that according to a joint statement. Uh, they said, quote, they, that they had made the difficult decision to divorce, and as two people that love and care for one another very much, they asked uh, politely for privacy at this time and that as they uh, navigate this new phase of their lives. A recent report claimed that the true blood hunk and the America Got Town and Judge separation was due to their very difficult lifestyle aspirations and that Joe plans to leave the glamorous Hollywood life behind after the split. Right now we have here uh, a couple of minutes, uh, according to the show, um, 
Uh, coming up in the next half hour, uh, we're going to be talking about the uh, the season of uh, festivals. And one uh, one particular festival that's coming coming up is called the Honeyland Festival, and uh, it's got a a whole uh, lineup of some fabulous singers from the R&B genre. I'll tell you who they are. And uh, Wiz Khalifa was uh, in his hometown of Pittsburgh the other day, as he was asked to throw the ceremony ceremonial fish first pitch and according to the 35 year old uh, marijuana enthusiast he was tripping off of mushrooms when he took to the mound and John Amos' son has been arrested for alleged violent behavior and TV will look a little different this fall I'll tell you why and the weapons armorer for the Rust movie won't be uh won't be drug tested in her upcoming trial. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you go anywhere. Thank you. 
Tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now, we got 30 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from... BTS member Jungkook and Seven. I wanted to apologize because I downloaded the wrong version of the song. That was the explicit version. I did not meant to play that one. So for all my younger listeners, I apologize. That was not the one I had originally downloaded. But the, yeah, that's new music from Jungkook. He uh, he got his solo project coming out now. So. Uh, uh, we're um, so excited for all the members, and we're just we're just waiting for V to bring uh, drop his solo project next. Uh, before we went to the music break, the season of festivals isn't over yet, as Mary J. Blige, Jasmine Sullivan, and Miguel has been announced as the 2023 Honeyland Festival musical headliners. The inaugural two-day music and culinary event will take place from November 11 to the 12 at the Crown Festival Park in Sugarland, Texas. And kicking off Honeyland's first festival is a star-studded roster of artists, including Thames, uh, Lucky Day, Chloe, and Coco Jones. In addition, a special lineup of uh, Houston All-Stars will include Scarface, Slim Doug, Paul Wall, uh, Lil Kiki, and more. And the event will also be musically curated by DJ Mr. Rogers, Tay Powers, and Joe uh, Jay Murphy. Uh, the fest will also include culinary uh, demos, including uh, exclusive samples, expert panels, global food vendors, mixology sessions, uh, podcast co- conversations, and wind downs. On the eats and sip side of things, national, national and local restaurant owners and culinary talent will attend, including Marcus Samuelson, uh, Fawn Weaver, McBride Sisters, Tap of the Brown, Buns B, Trill Burgers, Ghetto Castro, Gastro, and, uh, and more. And as far as the media, Earn Your Leisure, Angela Lee, Drink Champs, and others will be part of the eventful festivities. Honeyland Breakdown of Scheduled Performances in the event will be announced at a later date as general tickets go on sale this Friday, July 21st. Tickets include passes to the multiple stages, including performers, panel discussions, food and drink demonstrations, and culinary competitions. Those interested can visit the Honeyland Festival official website for more information. Wiz Khalifa is a Pittsburgh legend, so it's only right that the city's hometown baseball team, the Pirates, invited him back to throw the ceremonial first pitch. And according to the 35-year-old marijuana enthusiast, he was tripping off of mushrooms when he took the mound. And while it may have seemed like he would be in no state to throw a good pitch, the Taylor Gang founder managed to at least reach the catcher. The pitch wouldn't have been a strike under normal baseball rules, but he fared much better than most other celebrity first pitch throwers in the past. Um, Wiz Khalifa made the most of his visit to PNC Park as he stopped in the clubhouse and hung out with his son Sebastian and uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates outfield Andrew McClutchin. Uh, it was an entirely fun day, though, as the Pirates lost to the Cleveland Guardians 11-0. to now, Wiz has also been making moves on the music front in 2023. He shares You featuring Ty Dollar Signs at the end of June, a little over two weeks after his latest album, See Ya. The 25-track LP features Little Vada, Chevy Woods, and Young Deji. Uh, the charismatic stoner has also been on the road as part of the high school reunion tour with Snoop Dogg, DJ Drama, and more popular names. He shared the first video of the apparent blog series titled Day to Today on Monday, July 17th. John Amos' son has been arrested for alleged violent behavior. Casey Amos was taken into custody after allegedly sending threats to his sister, Shannon Amos. Now, according to TMZ, the text containing images of guns, video of Casey firing weapons, and claims of gang affiliation caused Shannon to be fearful for her life. And uh, he, um, this is what Casey uh, allegedly uh, uh, 
wrote in one of his texts that he sent. Um, he said, quote, going to sleep much better tonight, big sis. And this was allegedly was one of the texts that was sent along with KC shooting a shotgun into an open field. Now, Robert Florida, a spokesperson for the Essex County Prosecutor Office, claimed that Shannon believes that Casey's bipolar disorder is causing him to believe she had set him up to be killed, and now retaliation is based on the delusion. The arrest come as Shannon Amos claimed her famous father is near death and the victim of elder abuse. And in June, the Good Times actor was allegedly hospitalized, and Shannon launched a digital fundraiser claiming the industry veteran was being financially exploited. Uh, Shannon Amos claimed that they're working to catch and prosecute the alleged perpetrator, but uh, their priorities remain that their father's medical needs and providing him a safe haven was is what really counts. Um, adding that the 83-year-old home had been stripped of anything valuable, the veteran actor reportedly denied all claims made about his health and financial status. TV will look a little different uh, this fall. On Wednesday, NBC released its fall schedule and announced that six shows initially slated to return in the fall, Night Court, Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Law and Order, and Law and Order SVU have been pushed to 2024. The news come in light of an uncertain future for television as both the Writers Guild of America and uh, SAG-AFTRA uh, continue to strike. In contrast, the second half of Magnum P.I. fifth and final season, which was originally slated for winter, has been moved up to October. It will now return on October 4th, airing weekly on Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Another scripted show, Quantum Leap, will also return with new episodes for the fall. Uh, Season 2 premieres on October 4th, airing Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. NBC Fall Liner will kick off with a two-hour premiere for the new season of The Voice on September 25th at 8 p.m. Eastern. America's Got Talent will wrap its current season with the finale on September 27th. And two new original dramas, The Irrational and Found, will premiere September 28th and October 3rd, respectively. Other highlights include the game show The Wall, November 4th, new episode of Dateline, and a two-hour live telecast of the first-ever People Choice Country Awards on September 28th. The award show, which is an extension of the People Choice Award, will be hosted by Little Big Town and air on both NBC and Peacock. And beyond that, NBC Fall Schedule is heavy on reruns. Uh, past episodes of uh, One Chicago and Law and & Order will fill in the usual packed slot. The WGA has been on strike since May 2nd and SAG after after which is made up of approximately 160,000 actors, joined the writers on the picket line July 14 after failing to reach an agreement for their contract with the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers. And the uh, weapon armorer for Russ won't be drug tested in her upcoming trial over the fatal onset shooting of the movie's cinematographer. Hannah Gutierrez Reed is facing felony charges of evidence tampering and involuntary manslaughter over the death of Helena Hutchins, who was shot by actor Alec Baldwin, Baldwin with a prop, a prop gun during a rehearsal on October 21, 2021, near Santa Fe, New Mexico. The film director, Joe Souza, was also uh, wounded. Uh, in June, pros- prosecutors argued that Gutierrez Reed was likely still feeling the effects of drinking and smoking marijuana the night before she loaded the gun that Baldwin used. And prosecutors also alleged that Gutierrez Reed attempted to transfer a small bag of cocaine to another person to avoid legal consequences in the immediate aftermath of the shooting. Prosecutors requested that Gutierrez Reed be tested for illegal drugs, but their request, described as an ambush on the defense, was dismissed by a New Mexico district court judge on Wednesday. Jason Bowles, her attorney, said that the allegation was unsubstantiated and undocumented. However, prosecutors said that they have evidence that Gutierrez Reed may be the one responsible for the introduction of live ammunition on the set. Gutierrez Reed did not enter a plea during the hearing, which was held online. They may be uh, 
some hearings next month ahead of a possible trial. Baldwin was also accused of involuntary manslaughter, but those changes were dropped in eight. Those charges were dropped in April, and a wrongful death lawsuit with Hutchins' family was settled in October. Russ wrapped shooting in May after production resumed at the Yellowstone Film Ranch in Montana without Gutierrez Reed. Baldwin and Souza both returned under a deal that made Matthew Hutchins the cinematographer, widow, and executive producer on the project. And Alan Pompeo has never been one to mince words, and the ongoing SAG strike is no different as the Grey Anatomy star takes Netflix to task. The former face of the long-running ABC medical drama took to her Instagram story on Tuesday to slam the streaming streamer after it invoked her character, Meredith Grey, for a promotional TikTok. The TikTok advertising grade streaming on Netflix showed an easy season Meredith standing, arm crossed as the text changes from me when there's a bomb emoji in the chest cavity to me when there's an icicle knife emoji wound. The content finishes with Pompeii crying in character as the text reads, quote, me when Meredith said, pick me, choose me, love me, unquote. The TikTok advertising gray streaming on Netflix shows an early season, Meredith standing arm cross uh, with the same actual, the same thing. Uh, the pittance uh, that many actors make from Netflix residuals uh, has quickly become a hot topic of conversation after the SAG-AFTRA union announced last week that it would strike alongside the Writers Guild who's uh, picketing started in early May. Now, Kamiko Glenn, who starred in one of the streamer's earliest hit, Orange is the New Black, notoriously took the TikTok following news of the strike to show that the staggering uh, low amount her registrical came to just $27.30. Now, SAG announced its strike on Thursday in the wake of its contract expiring and negotiation breaking down with the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers, which represent studios and streamers. In addition to seeking better compensation and working conditions, SAG and the Writers Guild alike are concerned about how streaming services like Netflix have changed the game and how the, uh, the advent of artificial intelligence could as well. Um, you know, it's getting really uh, terrible that these uh, they want to do this artificial intelligence. And I think I had said like a, like two or three shows prior uh, last month about that this they're really uh, thinking about using these artificial intelligence to to in the music industry, in the movie industry, and it's 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 caused a a alarm of concern because um even act I mean, even director James Cameron who directed Titanic had said a couple of years ago when he was doing the movie Terminator how the character in the movie the robot was going to be something that they were thinking about using in the future as far as entertainment goes so this is a real thing and uh they uh the SAG-AFTRA president, who we know as Fran Dresser, uh, she claimed that studio executives uh, unfairly manipulated SAG actors during their negotiation in a recent interview that came just days after the actress went viral for her impassioned announcement of their strike. The Screen Actor Guild authorized the move on July 13 after their contract expires uh, with the Alliance of Motion Pictures and the television producers, and negotiations broke down, mirroring the ongoing WGA strike initiated months earlier. Now, Fran Dresser spoke of giving the AMPTP an unprecedented 12-day extension during negotiation to come back with a more um, with with more meaningful results. Uh, she told Variety this week that they canceled their negotiation meeting. She said that they just wanted to get more time to promote their summer movies and that they had no intentions of using that extension for anything else. She also, she also uh, touched on some how some in the general public might have a misconception about the, uh, the new actor strike. 
As tension continued to mount in the ongoing strike, Dresher seemed to be confident in her ability to lead her union. And some online have also noted an old clip from the Nandy in which even back then, Dresher was supporting unions on strike. The former star of the 90 TV sitcom was elected president of SAG-AFTRA in 2021 after pivoting to a side career in diplomacy. And in 2015, Dresher lobbied and passed a bill in Washington called Johanna's Law, which promotes the education of women on gynecological cancer. Uh, She also served as a public diplomacy uh, envoy in the second Bush administration and has been sent on the behalf of the U.S. State Department to allied nations and militaries around the globe. Right now we have 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere.
that is the latest from Doja Cat in attention. Right now we have here 10 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, a new live-action movie based on the Masters of the Universe toys is reportedly killed at Netflix. Nearly $30 million has already been spent on development costs for the movie based on He-Man and a slew of other iconic figures by Barbie maker Mattel, but insiders told Variety that the streaming giant has decided to drop the project. To the outlet, a spokesperson for Mattel confirmed that the Masters of the Universe film is no longer at Netflix, but did not provide any further comment. A Netflix spokesperson offered no comment. The project's torturous journey to the screen goes back to 2007 with studio Warner Brothers and Sony Pictures and talk over the project. Uh, Dolph Lundgren, um, he previously played He-Man in a previous Master of the Universe film from 1987. Christopher Nolan has refused to even make another superhero movie. The 52-year-old uh, filmmaker helmed the Dark Knight trilogy from 2005 to 2012 in which Christoph Christian Bale uh, portrayed lead character Bruce Wayne, but Nolan won't be renewing his acquaintances with the Cape Crusader anytime soon. Uh, he replied no when asked by YouTuber Hugo Decrypt whether he would make another superhero movie. Nolan also passed on responding when questioned if he would consider directing a Star Wars motion picture one day, but he won't be heading behind the camera on the small screen anytime soon. Quiz about whether he is up for making a TV show one day, he also replied no. With Nolan ruling himself out of any more superhero films, that looks to have called time on uh, Christian Bale's career as Batman. Uh, in June of 2022, Bale admitted he would be up for portraying Batman again if Nolan asked him. Now, Bale, who appeared in Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises, recently admitted he still hasn't seen the Batman, although he hailed Robert Pattinson as a wonderful actor. He previously hailed the star casting as the DC superhero as a good choice. And the story of legendary rap star Biz Marquis will be told in a new documentary to be released on hip-hop's 50th anniversary. The film titled All Up in the Biz is directed by Sasha Jenkins and will air on Showtime on, on Friday, August 11. All Up in the Biz will examine the live career and impact of the iconic rap figure through exclusive footage, interviews, and uh, animation. The documentary, which premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival, will also include musical interludes and puppetry and a nod to Biz Marquis, free-willing personality, while helping to tie the moving parts of his story together. Guest appearances on, on All Up in the Biz include Fat Joe, Nick Cannon, Tracy Morgan, and other collaborators, friends, and fans of the Clown Prince of Rap. In addition to serving as director of All Up in the Biz, Jenkins, who previously worked, include uh, Word is Bond and Wu-Tang Clan of, Mike, of Mikes and Men, also co-wrote and executive produced the project. A New York native, Biz Marquis came to prominence during the 80s, first as a beatboxer for Roxanne Chante before breaking out as a rap star with his 1988 Cold Chilling record debut, Going, Going Off, and the Juice Crew member is best known for his classic Vapors, Make the Music with Your Mouth Biz, Nobody Beats the Biz, and his signature release, Just a Friend. Now, peaking at number nine on the Billboard Hot 100, the song has become a pop culture staple and has since been sampled, uh, sample hits by Mario, 50 Cent, and more. Biz Marquis uh, passed away in July of 2021 from complication related to diabetes. He was 57 at the time of his death. And Madonna is sharing photos for the first time after being hospitalized late last month due to a serious bacterial infection. On Tuesday, the Vogue Center singer uh, shared a series of selfies with her fans on social media. In an Instagram feed post, Madonna appeared with a serene smile on her face as she hugged a large bouquet of pink roses. She also posted two back-to-back -back selfies on her Instagram stories where she snuggles up with a purple stuffed animal. And in the first, she uh, she stares into the camera with a serious look on her face, and in the second, she's slightly hidden behind the stuffed animal. Uh, 
In a press release issued the same day, Live Nation confirmed that the first leg of the celebration tour in North America is unfortunately postponed. Rescheduled dates will be announced as soon as possible, and fans are encouraged to hold on to their tickets as they will be valid for the next dates once announced. The tour is currently scheduled to kick off in Europe in October. Little Dirk is left with no other choice as he's forced to pull the plug on several festival appearances and various tour dates following his recent health scare. After it was reported that the rapper had to bow out of his headlining gig at the Rolling Loud Festival in Miami and reschedule other shows. He explained the decision by saying, quote, Since I'm still waiting to get full clearance from my doctor to travel and perform again, I have no other choice but to cancel. While I'm home resting, I'm looking forward to my two homecoming shows on the 11th and 12th in Chicago, and for the rest of the country, I'll be announcing new dates soon. Hashtag still healing, unquote. Now, Dirk was initially scheduled to perform at Rolling Loud on July 21st. He has also canceled multiple dates with Kodak Black, uh, Didi Asama for his upcoming Sorry for the Drought Tour after he spent a week in the hospital due to severe dehydration and exhaustion. The 30-year-old checked into the hospital on Thursday, July 6th after falling ill in Ohio. The Chicago rapper went to the hospital as a safety measure, but doctors told him that the matter was more serious than he and his team realized and that he needed to be admitted. Due to the sudden health scare, Dirk was forced to miss a series of scheduled shows across Europe and the 2023 ESPY Awards, which took place last Wednesday, July 12th. Dr. Dre has declined to work with his heroes, the late Michael Jackson and Prince. The 58-year-old studio wizard has been given the chance to work with a whole host of music greats over the years, including the King of Pop and the Purple Rain hitmaker, and more recently Stevie Wonder, but he says working with his idols wouldn't be a good idea. After Bruce Springsteen performed at the BST High Park just recently, Dre was seen having dinner at the River Cafe in Hammersmith, England, together with the boss and the Beatles star Sir Paul McCartney. Speaking to comedy actor Kevin Hart on his Heart to Heart show, Dre uh, said, quote, that the way I feel about Stevie, Prince, Michael, Bruce Springsteen, and all of those amazing artists could change by working with them. He said, these are my effing heroes. I like the idea of what I grew up listening to, and I wanted to keep it like that, and I don't want to F up that, that idea and that look, unquote. The hip-hop legend is responsible for helping to launch the careers of rapper Eminem, Snoop Dogg, and has produced records for The Game, Kendrick Lamar, and Anderson Pack. Uh, Miranda Lambert uh, continued facing backlash following her recent performance. The house that built me singer has come on the fire after confronting uh, concert goers for taking selfies during her show, and now she faces more criticism for posting a photo of herself instead of issuing an apology. In the snap, which was shared on Instagram on Tuesday, July 18, the 39-year-old was seen promoting shirts encouraging people to 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 spread to, to spay and neuter their pets. She's um, um, on the shirt. It says it takes balls to spay and neuter your pet. To learn why it's important, y'all can get shirts at the link in my bio. This is what the cap. This is what she captioned the shot. Now many have since reacted to the post, but not focused on promoted items. Uh, one user argues said that this girl is taking a selfie when she should be apologizing and it's really pissing me off. And one other user argued that while another asked, how about you neuter your nasty attitude towards your fan? A different individual commented saying, unfollowing for the way you disrespect and humiliate your fans, it takes balls not to apologize or see a problem with your action. And uh, someone also said it doesn't cost a damn thing to have class. You show just how much you lack, disappointed. And during her Miranda Lambert Velvet Rodeo, the Las Vegas residency on Saturday, July 15, Miranda was just a few bars into her song, Tin Man, when she spotted the seemingly rude concert goer. She briefly paused her performance to scold the fans. And while some people cheered along as she called out those distracted from the music, some attendees were seen walking out of the venue after she shamed them for taking a selfie. 
And Britney Spears is getting back to work this time with former Black Eyes P frontman Will I Am. The Grammy Award winning songstress had teamed up with the hip hop hip maker for a new song titled Mind Your Business. Will I Am teased the news release on his social media account on Monday night. He wrote in the caption of his post along with a snippet of the song saying, quote, uh-oh, the summer's about to be hot. You are now rocking with Will I Am. He starts off the brief clip. Spears then finished the line with her popular catchphrase, Britney, bitch, off the 2007 track, Give Me More. Mind your business, bitch, she adds at the end. According to the original post, the song was set to drop July 18, but Will I Am took the Twitter Tuesday afternoon to correct the date to July 21st. Most new music is released on Friday. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Make sure you stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.